Thank you for making it through another week. Because you are my testimony that God is still in the miracle working business. God is a good God. All right, we're going to do our opening, opening prayer. And then we're going to move into our mission and vision statement. So let's stand with me right now as we do our opening prayer. Dear merciful, kind, and heavenly favor, God, we are filthy rags. Not even worthy to speak to you, but because of your grace and your love and your mercy, you made it so that we can talk to you anytime. A connection to you that is a perfect hotline. Anytime we need you, God, we can call on you. Today we come to you in the house of the Lord to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we know that it may be cold outside and the weather was terrible, but God is moving right now in our hearts and in our minds. In this earth right now, God, I know that you are doing amazing things, and we're so happy to be in the house of the Lord so that we can worship as a community together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our mission and vision statement. So after me, our mission is to and disciple our members to be loving servants of Jesus Christ, sharing the good news of salvation. That's right. Through prayer, outreach, and worship. How? Our vision? Our vision is to be a healthy, united body of believers actively engaged in the community, providing emotional, physical, and spiritual support. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, you're good. We know that God is good and he is worthy to be praised. Come on, put your hands together. Come on, everybody. Thank you. 
from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah! 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 We worship you. Sister Karen Lewis, she's going to come and bring us our welcome. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning, Tabernacle of Praise. Good morning. You all look so wonderful and beautiful out there today. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. How many of you were glad that the Lord woke you up this morning? Hallelujah. Kept you in your right mind. Kept you warm in your house today and food to eat this past week and let you live to see another day. How many of you are glad? Stand to your feet and just, let's, let's, let's just give the Lord some hand praise. Amen. Amen. We want to welcome you to the Tabernacle of Praise. If this is your first time here, then I'm going to ask you to just um, give us a shout out and let us know where you, where your name and where you're from. Anybody first time here? Okay. Amen. What's your name and how'd you come to be here today? It's what? Didi. Okay, Didi. Welcome to you today. How'd you come to be here at Tabernacle of Praise today? 
Family? Okay. Oh, Christina's brother. Oh, Christina's brother. Oh, well, you're family. <laughs> oh, you're Rose's brother. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Still your family, so we just welcome you here today, and uh, we hope that this will not be your last opportunity or time worshiping with us today. And uh, as we uh, welcome one another, we ask that everybody get up and give one another a warm Christian hug this morning, and uh, the praise team is going to sing for us. So easy. So The Jesus, the Jesus in me, loves the Jesus in you. The Jesus in me, loves the Jesus in you. <coughs> so easy. This is Pastor Koval Hunter. I'm so happy that you're worshiping with us around the world. We love that you're sharing this message. And we pray that God continue to bless you as you be a messenger. Family, please check our website and see what's happening at Tabernacle of Praise. Go to topsachurch.org. We have some great things happening, not just only this month, but also on next month as we celebrate our Black History worship services. And so... Here at Tabernacle Praise, we believe in the power of prayer. We believe that we experience the power of the Holy Ghost through prayer, outreach, worship, education, and relationship. If you're ever in the St. Louis area, please come and worship with us. Continue to have a wonderful day, and may the Lord bless you. Come on, so easy. Come on, everybody. So so good to see smiling faces in the house. Amen. 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 This is a happy day. Amen. Amen. This is the Lord's day. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The psalmist says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. 
and let us come on come on those who are breathing let us let us exalt his name together so in this community we worship the lord in spirit and in truth i pray that you had a wonderful week truly god is amazing so good to see all of you in the house. Anyone celebrating a birthday this month? Oh, Kenija, Sister Fierce, Vadia. All right, Sister Valerie Tate. Amen, amen. We say happy birthday. Come on, put your hands together for all of those who celebrate their birthdays. We praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, mom, you're celebrating your birthday as well. We give God thanks for allowing you to see another year. Amen. We also thank um, Alonzo Power for, for being with us today, our keyboardist today. We praise the Lord for him worshiping with us. We also, we also give thanks, praise the Lord, for, for the other minister in the house, Pastor Bourger. We thank you um, from Rock City right here. Uh, praise the Lord. Thank you for being here and helping us out with the sound. We appreciate your love and your support. Thank you. Just a few um, other announcements. As you know, um, this coming Wednesday evening, we continue with our Bible study at 6 p.m. At what time? 6 p.m. Amen. We will meet right there in our conference room at 6 p.m. Because we are continuing to study the word. You're going to receive the handout um, um, for, for this, this week um, downstairs. Sister Phipps will give you that study guide. And please study the word. We are continuing to study the book of James. Amen. But we ask that you continue to study your quarterly lesson, amen, for our family groups. We're studying the book of Daniel. And it's so good to see more people coming out to our family groups, amen? amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for making that one of your commitments this year. And then the more we study together, oh, my dear friends, we are going to grow, amen? Not only that, the more we, we pray together, oh, we're going to experience marvelous things. Who says amen? Amen. And so I was so happy that this year we started off with our seven days of prayer and fasting. Were well, you blessed, those who were on the prayer line? Amen. We started last week Sunday and we are concluding the day at noon. And so I appreciate you taking the time. Every evening you call in at 6.30, you call that number and we pray together. We testify about the goodness of Jesus Christ. And many of you have testified of seeing how the Lord is moving, how he is working in your life. And so the more we we come together family I want to experience greater what about you and so now here's the test for us as a church now that we have completed the time of prayer and fasting we continue on amen and so it is important if you cannot physically make it to our Bible studies on Wednesday evening know that you can call in at 7 p.m. for our time of prayer and praise amen and so please continue to call that same number on the screen. Call that same number. I know many of you are not doing anything at 7 o'clock. Hello, somebody. I rebuke the TV right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke any program that you put before prayer at 7 p.m. I rebuke it right now. I pray that God will, God will just shake you up at 7 o'clock every Wednesday evening to remind you. Call in and let's pray together. We, we're not going to be long. We, we enjoy, we pray short prayers. We enjoy our time. And so, once again, if you were blessed by this time of prayer and fasting, come on and put your hands together. Amen, amen. And also, what's happening, our youth service is today. Amen. We, we are supporting our young people, amen. 
And so it's important for us as adults, as adults, we need to be here today at 3.30 p.m. Amen? 3 o'clock. All right. I'm listening to the leader. At 3 o'clock, we're going to have our youth service, and so we want to support them, and we, we want to we wanna be there with our young people. Amen? Amen? And so please, please, let's support our, our, our young people. Also, what's happening, you really can't see that flyer, but as you know, we celebrate, we're celebrating MLK Day on this coming Monday. And so our young people are being invited to be a part of this parade. Um, and, and this parade, it, it starts at 10 a.m. And we're going to assemble. Oh, man. Uh, I'll talk about that. We're going to be at the Wellston City Hall. You all know where that is? The Wellston City Hall. That's where we're going to assemble. And at 11 o'clock, the parade is going to start. And we're going to be wearing our T-shirts. What a great time for us to be, to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Amen? And so we want to stand with our young people. We want to be there to support them on this coming Monday at 10 a.m. Amen? And so if you're not doing anything, please, please, let's show up. Hey, D, it's really good to see you, man. I praise the Lord for you. Come on, put your hands together once again. Rose Randall's um, um, brother. And he's not a stranger to a lot of people um, in this church. And so we, he grew up in this church. So we praise the Lord that you're here today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And later on in the year, we're going to hear his testimony. Amen. And he's going to be able to minister to us. And so we, we appreciate you being here. Also, as you remember, we are continuing to support our, our missionary project. Amen. As we send a, a missionary to Africa. So please remember to put in your $25 once a month. Amen. If you have the total of $100, if you have it, give it, give it all. Amen. So I know I owe $50. I owe $50. If you want to give me that $50 a day, I appreciate it. I take it. Amen. But please, please, we have raised so far $890. Our goal is $2,500. Amen. So thank you for your commitment. Thank you for your commitment. Also, I'm so happy about our Black History Celebration. Come on, next month. Come on, come on, come on, next month. Amen. And so you remember the first Sabbath there in February, we are, we are wearing red. All right, we're wearing red. So go and get your red. Amen, amen. I know you have something red in the house. All right, you don't have to go buy it. Amen, amen. Wear something red on that first Sabbath. And then on February 7th, that's a Friday, we will have our winter revival. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's a revival time in the house. And so, and so our guest speaker will be in, in, in the house. And, and so we praise the Lord for him coming. And then also on February 8th, that's Saturday, that's Sabbath, we are also going to have our friends and family day. Amen. Amen. Truly, God is good. God is good. And then the next week, the following week, which is going to be the 15th, we start our I Serve, our Compassion Day, our Outreach Day. Come on, somebody. We are going out. We are going out. And so we're going to have a powerful, short worship service. And then we're going to go out for an hour and serve our community. And then we'll come back and we're going to eat. Amen. And testify. And our speaker that day will be chaplain chaplain he's a chaplain now chaplain Corey douglas from oakwood university he will be our speaker he just had twins my dear friends and we so we give god thanks and then we're going to celebrate our young people for their youth day amen and so the last sabbath february 28 they're going to have a cafe downstairs so we're praying they are planning we're going to be great and then the 29th is our youth day worship service and our speaker will be Carsten Rogers Carsten Rogers the last person there on that flyer amen and in between that your own pastor will be speaking I thought I got a big amen in that <laughs> that's all right they're all right well that's our announcement for the day let's go ahead and give our thank offering
everyone. Little children, I need all the babies. Come with me. Come with me. Come on, babies. So we're all so thankful that the weather wasn't any worse than it was. We were ready to hunker down. Everybody went shopping and got salt, and we just got some rain and some wind, and I'm grateful for that. So I've got something I'd like for you to ponder. A what if. What if you woke up today with only the things you thanked God for yesterday? What do you have? Mercy. When I, when I read that, I was like, Ooh. I had to think about what did I thank him for? I thanked him for waking me. I thanked him for using me and keeping me. I'm grateful that God loves me in spite of who I am and that he continues to use me. Please tell me there is someone in here that is thankful. Come on, Lynette. You want to stay there? I just want to thank God for mercy and placing a role where there, I didn't think there was one. You know, last Saturday, um, we got all this snow all of a sudden. We knew it was coming, but I was, had just taken someone home. And on my way back to my home, I was on Old Hall's Ferry on the other side of Lindbergh. And I'm looking, and I see these headlights approaching right in front of me. And I said, oh, surely they're going to move. They see me coming. But nothing but the grace of God allowed me to swerve out of the way and not be in a ditch. There was a road. I was able to get out the way and, and continue on. And there was a car behind me that had to do the same thing. I just praise God. I don't know what was wrong with the other person, but I hope they made it home safely. Is there another? Anybody? Nobody? Amen. Amen. I was counting on you. Come on, meet me up in the middle. <laughs> I am absolutely committed to praising God. If you won't do it, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to share with you guys, uh, before, right before we left, Lee was trying to get the tags on our car. And uh, the engine light came on, so the people said, no, this is not passing inspection. Well, we were going to Nashville, so we like, oh, we're going to do that when we come back. We went on down to Nashville. We drove all around Nashville. We uh, sped back to St. Louis. Come to find out the engine has a head of crack in it. Now, I just want to praise the Lord. We were... <laughs> We were on our way to church last week. The engine started burning up and everything. We went to Nashville and back on that crack engine. I'm going to praise God. The Lord is good. Praise the Lord. He is merciful. Who is that? Oh, amen. Here we come. We're coming over. I want to praise God for who he is. Last year was a bad year for me spiritually. It wasn't until my niece heard some things I was saying on the phone. She said, Betty, you need to get, you need to come back to church. Absolutely. And uh, my ankles have been swollen and my legs have swollen real bad. And I 
And so Percy Monday, he came and he prayed with me. And that was a big encouragement. So Tuesday, I went to the doctor and they did some lab work. And so Thursday, the lab work came back and they said that I might have blood clot in my leg. But you know what, this past week, since I surrendered and made my life to God, God is giving me that perfect peace. I have my faith that he will heal me. And whatever I'm going to, just look up to him because he is the doctor. Whatever the doctor say can't do me no harm. And I talked to Annie last yesterday, and she said, Betty, you're giving your life to God and surrendering us. You're going to find enemies in the place where you live in. So I said my prayer last night, and God told me, your roommate is going to betray you. So I said, oh, God, just watch and let me be careful for what I say and be around her. So my prayer is that I will continue to be in him and don't get distracted by what's going on. Just have to surrender. And amen. I just pray. I just praise and thank that 2020 is going to be my year. Oh, it is your year. And so I just thank you and just praise you for him. Amen and amen. Anybody else? Hey, I'm going to get my workout in today too, won't I? <laughs> I would like to give a testimony of praise to God because um, he protects us from danger seen and unseen. But my grandson, about a week ago, he's very helpful around the house. He always wants to be helping do the chores and do everything. So he was up on top of a bar height stool chair, helping me to wash the dishes. And I was moved, went to move the chair just to get him a little closer to the sink, and he went falling backwards off the chair. Now, he's three years old. So when he hit the floor with his head, he fell directly on his skull on the ceramic tile. And I just screamed out, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Jesus. And he got up in his mom's arms. He cried. He whimpered a little bit. We put some ice on the back of his head. And I was of the mindset, let's take him in. We need to get him checked because the least he has is a concussion. And I was expecting to see blood and everything. And after what happened with mom, I was like, oh, Lord. But it, it wasn't until a couple of days later that we were talking about the incident. And he told me, yeah, Jesus came in and he swooped me. He said he just went really quick, whoo! He said, and he caught me. And of course, me wanting to know, what did he look like? You know, I'm asking him all these questions that he couldn't answer, but a three-year-old is not gonna make up anything like that. But he said, Jesus came in and swooped him up and kept him from really injuring himself. So I just give God all the praise and all the honor. Praise the Lord. Anyone else? Anyone else? All right. So we're going to have Daylin pray for us. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for us to live another year. Thank you for um, forgiving our sins. Thank you for letting us come here. Um, bless everyone that's not here that's sick. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Children, please return to your seats. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Did you hear that testimony? Glory. God is in the miracle working business. He is still performing unseen things right now. Glory. It is so amazing to be called the friend of God. Who am I that you are mindful of me, that you love me, that you hear me when I call? Mm. Ah, look, 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 I will praise him all by myself. Look at your neighbor and say, I got this because he got me. Hey, hey. Yeah, put your hands together, come on. Who am I that you are mindful of me, that you hear me when I call? Is it true that you are thinking of me, oh how you love me, it's amazing. friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Come on, everybody. I'm a friend. Come on. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. thinking of me that you hear me when I call is it true is it true oh Lord is it true that you are thinking of me that you hear me that you hear me it's amazing it's amazing I'm a friend I am a friend of God Hey! 
life when God is moving on my behalf and I can't see him. I don't know where he is, but I have to trust that when I can't place his hand, I trust his heart. When I can't trace his hand, when I can't see the plan that he has written out for my life, when I can't see it, I have to know that he is a God, a good God. He's the same God from before and today. My daughter told me if he did it before, he will do it again. He is doing it right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. You praise him in advance. You praise him in advance. When it looks like everything is going crazy, say, you know what, God? I recognize this mission. You called me right now for this purpose, to praise you because the world is looking at me. And they want to know if I will praise you even in the midst of adversity, even when I lost my leg, even when I got diagnosed with cancer, even when I found out my loved one is dead, even when I found out I'm about to get into a divorce, even when I found out that my child is dying, I'm praising my way through. It needs to be instinctual, instinctual. I stub my toe, I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I lose my job, I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is worthy of all of our praise. Not when it feels good, but also when it feels bad. I'm praising my way through. It's prayer time. Baba says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days. All the days of our lives. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. It's prayer time. It's time for you to intercede for somebody. So right now, right now, that person next to you, the person behind you, would you be so kind to connect with them? Ask them if they have a prayer request. Come on. Come on. Come on. If someone by themselves, come on, connect. Nobody alone. Nobody alone. Nobody alone. Nobody alone. Pray out aloud. Even with the little children, pray out aloud. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Pray for them. God is hearing the prayers of his children even right now. He's hearing, he's moving, he's moving. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes. Move, Holy Ghost. Yes, Paul just. on, you got to pray like this is it. Pray like this is it. Come on. Yes, God. This is the moment. This is the season.
us, God. He's listening. He's listening. Even if you're done, continue to pray silently. Keep on praying, family. Keep on praying. Somebody's in trouble. Somebody's in trouble. Pray, pray. The doctors are giving up on somebody. Pray, pray. Come on, pray. Come on, pray for that person that is depressed. Yes, God. Pray for that marriage. Come on, pray for that child. Pray for that co-worker. Pray for our city. Yes, God. 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 Come on and claim victory now. Yes, God. Come on, claim it, claim it, claim deliverance. Come on, come on. Come on, come on, claim healing. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Claim breakthroughs. Come on, come on, come on. Claim the miracle. Come on, come on. In Jesus' name, claim it. Claim it in Jesus' name. Yokes are broken. In Jesus' name, marriages are healed. In Jesus' name, minds are restored. In Jesus' name, life is restored in somebody's body. In Jesus' name, Come on, come on, you're being set free. In Jesus' name, no longer are you bound by the cares of this world. In Jesus' name, no longer will darkness overpower you. In Jesus' name. So God, we say thank you for hearing our prayers today. Even when we are not chasing after you, we say thank you. for chasing after us and so God we thank you for receiving the prayers of your children today and us being obedient to your spirit answer according to your will we pray we pray now let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable and I sight, O oh Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Let the church say amen. And amen, amen. Praise the Lord. God be the glory. Amen. I invite. Also, let me just pause one more minute. Joshua, come up here. As our kids, our kids are going to stand and they're going to have their children's church. Joshua is leaving. This is his last Sabbath. Um, with us, we have a check for him, right? It's in the office. We have it. We have a check for you on behalf of of my wife, her power coaching um, grant, on behalf of the church. We want to bless you with something, man. You're looking sharp, so you can use that. All right, to, to 
to buy more of your shop clothes, man, as you prepare for, for work, man. But we are so proud of you. We're proud of all of our graduates, amen? Proud of all of our graduates uh, last year, and he's graduated, and praise the Lord for a new job, amen? Got that job in his field. Amen, amen. Hard work paid off, right? Hard work, man. I know your mom, she's downstairs, but she's proud. She's proud of you, and we're happy, man. So let's just pray. Let's pray for Joshua. Father, in the name of Jesus, we say thank you for being with Joshua these past four years, Lord. Thank you, O God, that even when times got hard, you blessed him. You've given him strength. Thank you, O God, for blessing him in his classwork, Lord, his internship. And now, Lord, we say thank you for providing a job for him. I pray, O God, that as Joshua leaves, so I'm so happy to know that he's in your will. I pray that he will continue to trust in you. I pray for Joshua to lean not to his own understanding, but in all his ways, pray for Joshua to acknowledge you. Pray for him to put you first. I pray for Joshua to be a faithful steward with his time, with his talents, with this temple you've given him, and even with the treasure you've blessed him with. As he gathers wealth, Lord, I pray that he remember where his blessings come from. I pray, O oh God, that he will return a faithful tithe and a faithful offering to you. And God, as he positioned himself to be obedient to your will, I pray, O oh God, that you will expand his territory. I pray, O oh God, that he will be a light in a dark place. I pray, O oh God, that you, Lord, will provide him with greater, Lord. I pray for the increase in Joshua's life, Lord. That he will not just be that worker, Lord. I pray, oh God, that he will be the CEO. God, you can do it. And so in the name of Jesus, I pray blessings over this young man, oh God. I pray that you'll increase him, oh God, with knowledge, with wisdom, Lord. And I pray, oh God, that he, Lord, will represent you on his job. So take him safely. Take him safely. So we thank you for this gift. May you continue, O oh God, to be used for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 When you read um, Malachi 3, starting from verse 8, you see a bargain, right? God says... For my part, I'll defend you against marauders, protect your wheat fields and vegetable gardens against plunderers. So God has already done his part of the bargain. And then when you, you, you read it in um, the, the, the message Bible, verse 8 starts by saying, begin by being honest. Right? He's done his part. He wants us to do our part. And he says, as you start to be honest, begin, I mean, as you start to do your part, begin by being honest. Yeah. As the, the, the deacons come around, think, think about that, yeah. that God has done his part. What are you doing about your part? And as you do your part, he says, be honest. 
will be for his country. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for being a faithful and honest God. The fact that we're here is evidence that you've kept your part of the bargain. You've protected us beyond our wildest dreams. Lord, we pray that you help us to be faithful too, to be honest too. But Lord, we know that about the money that we can bring in, you desire our hearts. So help us to put our hearts in the place. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Deacons will start from the back as you're giving. We thank you for giving. Come on. Are we going to? All right. As you're giving, please remember, if you're not going to give in a tight envelope, you will always can give online. Amen. You can go to Cash App. And you can go to T.O.P. Giving, dollar sign T.O.P. Giving. Those who worship online, we appreciate your gifts. And thank you for returning a, a faithful tithe and a faithful offering. Come on. Are you blessed? Come on, are you blessed? Come on, are you blessed? Come on, are you blessed? Be some blessed givers in the house now. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody say bless. 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 Bless.
For the devil is song to go right into the word that we're blessed. Amen. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're going to go right into the word. Amen. God be the glory. Don't worry. The Holy Spirit leads. We'll, we'll sing the song. You deserve it. So we're going to go in the spirit. Amen. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. Praise the Lord. God is good. And all the time. Amen. I've been blessed thus far. What about you? Amen. Just want to give a shout out. Give a shout out to my family that are watching. Online, we praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. What an amazing God. Oh, yes. We have a family that are, they're, they're praying, praying for us. Amen. Amen. As we plug into God's word, we are continuing with our sermon series. Those that came in after our Welcome time, we appreciate you being here. Overcoming dream thieves, delays and disappointments. We know that we live in a sinful world, so we're going to experience delays, right? Things are going to seem like it's not fair. People are going to disappoint you. You be honest, you even feel at times that God is disappointing you. Well, we have victory in Jesus, right? And so we are continuing. This is part three. Delays, sometimes God's plan. Your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. Father, we are in your word. Pray that you will speak even now. Thank you for your spirit being in this house today. Move into the living rooms as well. The workplace. And our cars. Wherever we are listening to this word. Saturate our minds with your Shekinah glory. Take away every distraction. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon us. Help us not to only hear your word, but to be doers of your word as well. So God, take control of my mouth, my thoughts. Be thou lifted in this house. 
I pray for the salvation of all people. So guide us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Delays, sometimes God's plan. Now, I need someone because I need to know if I'm teaching the word. <laughs> and if you're a good student, it's going somebody. And you're, you're, you're studying. So I need someone to stand, have the courage very quickly and share with me and share with us the four ways God uses delays in our lives. Very quickly. Go ahead. My, my, my. She went back two weeks ago. Come on. All right, all right. That's amazing. I think some of y'all were searching, right? You're searching your notes. That's all right. That means somebody is listening, right? I saw you. I saw you. Amen. Yes. He uses delays to prepare us for something greater. He uses delays, my dear friends, to test us. Are we going to be loyal to God? Are we going to be obedient? He used delays to train us, to prune us, to perfect us. And he uses delays to draw us closer to him. Now, last week I mentioned that there are four things that you don't want to do when you're going through the delays in your life. So I need someone else to share with us the first two. What are the first two? Come on. All right. That's it. Number one, as we study, we're in the word. Don't what? Fear. As I say, you got to speak back to me, amen? Don't fear. And so, the, and so when, when you're faced with fear, we learn that we got to focus on whose presence? In other words, don't focus on the problem. Don't focus on the haters. Don't focus on the obstacles. But you got to focus on the presence of God. Oh, my dear friends, here's the text. The Bible says, as we study Exodus chapter 13, verse 18, but God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. Uh-huh. And the children of Israel went up harness out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord went before them. Come on, somebody. He's leading them through the wilderness. And the Bible also lets us know that he is the God that he's going to give them his presence. He says, I lead them by day in a pillar of cloud, lead them in the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them what, everybody? To go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. Hey, hey, hey. My dear friends, you read the story. As they were going to the Red Sea, Pharaoh says, man, I need to go and get these people back, right? I need some workers, and so I'm going to get them back. But my dear friends, I'm so happy that you got to understand that even in the presence of God, as you stay in God's presence, as you worship God, you got to know that the enemy will show up. Don't be surprised when the enemy shows up. But I'm so glad that even when the enemy shows up, God's presence his Shekinah, is anybody in this house today? His Shekinah glory will always be with us. I'll talk more about that, my dear friend. So, Ali Harris mentioned number two. This is number two. If you want here, number two. Number two, don't fear. Don't what? Fret. When you're faced with a delay in your life, obstacles, problems, disappointments, don't what? Don't fret. Here's the text. Here's the text. Wait 
and trust in who? Rest in the Lord. Y'all saw me. I took, some, I took a rest right there, you know. I laid down last week. Right? You know what? You know, it says, hey, stop tripping. Don't be upset when others get rich. Or when someone else plans what? Succeed? Don't get what? Come on, y'all get to talk to me. Don't get what? Don't be upset. It only leads to what? Stop stressing yourself up. Somebody need to hear that word today. But we worrying about people who don't even care about us. Hello. Hello. Getting sick and mad and can't even focus on work, on your children, because you're worrying, 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 worrying. Stop worrying about it and let God handle it. This is what this study is about. And, 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 and don't be foolish. Don't take matters in your own hands. Don't try to rush God. When you rush, you get into a lot of trouble. God responds to faith and not fear. You hear me? And so we ended our sermon last week with this text. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11. Let's read it together. God has set the right My timing is not perfect. But his timing, his timing is perfect. As we continue on with our sermon series, let's say it together. You know what I'm about to say. Remember, God's delays are not God's denials. So number three, when you go through the delays in your life, we continue now. When you go through the delays in your life, the third thing that you don't want to do is this. Don't faint. Don't fear. Don't fret. Don't faint. In other words, don't get discouraged. Don't lose heart. Don't. Listen to me. Because this is the easiest thing to do. Many people want to give up. It's very easy. Let's be honest. This word is telling us, D, don't give up. When we study Exodus chapter 13 and Numbers chapter 13 and 14, we discover that this is the third thing the Israelites did, and it kept them out of Canaan. Canaan was the promised land. Numbers chapter 14 explains it this way. Let me summarize it. It says, All the Israelites, I believe even the animals, all the Israelites grumble. They complain against who, everybody? Moses. If only we had what? Then they said, we should choose. God, forget you. Moses, forget you because y'all don't see, y'all don't know how y'all leading us. So we should choose a leader 
and go back to where everybody? Go back to Egypt. Beloved, like so many today, the Israelites gave up on their dreams. They gave up on, on, on the promised land. They caved in. They had been in slavery for 430 years, but now because they're having a little bit of delay, a little bit of problem, baby, mama, daddy drama, work issues, bills. They want to go back, Jassy, to Egypt. Egypt, Egypt, Egypt. What's so good about Egypt? A place where they were fed so little. A place where they were looked down upon. A place of torture and hardship. This was the place they wanted to go back to. If only, if only, have you said that before? If only, if only, and go back, go back, go back are phrases that are telltale signs that you're discouraged. You're losing heart. Listen to the words. Let's go to Numbers chapter 14. Go there with me. Numbers chapter 14, open your Bibles. Numbers chapter 14 now, in the text. Perhaps you have it on, this, on, your, on your phones. Go, go there in the Word. Share with somebody. Numbers chapter 14. Numbers chapter 14, just going to read four verses here. It's good to read the story. Are you there? Say amen. amen. Verse 1, reading from the New King James Version now. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people, what? Wept that night. You read chapter 13 and see why they're weeping. Because they say, there's no way we're going to take Canaan. No way we're going to get through Canaan. Jericho has a great wall. It's impossible for us to penetrate it. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. How are we going to get through Canaan if we can't get through Jericho? And then when we look around um, the neighboring cities, we have enemies all around us, the Amalekites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and all of, all of these tights, whatever you want to call it. Oh, my dear friends. They say, man, there's no way. Verse 2. All of Israel, look at, look at these free people, complain against who? Moses and Aaron, his brother. And the whole, let me say some, the whole congregation, I mean, they, they, they unified. They said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died where? Now, look at it, now, now, look at it. They, they, they move up now from Moses to Aaron, they say now in verse 3, why has the Lord? So now it's God's fault, right? Why has the Lord 
Why did I have to be born? Hello. Come on. Come on. Why has the Lord brought us to the land to fall by the sword that our wives and children should become what? Would it not be better for us? Man, look at that. Taking matters in their own hands. I got a better plan than you got. Verse 4 and we end right here. So they said to one another, We're going to be a God ourselves. Let us. Come on. That's the same term that God used when he created mankind. He says, let us. He was unified. Y'all ain't yelling. Let's choose another leader. Man, that just hit me, man. I got to go back. Oh, man. That's a revelation right there. Let's go back to Egypt. If only means we start to second guess ourselves. We get a dream from God, make the decision to go and get it, and if it doesn't come immediately, we start second guessing ourselves. Maybe I didn't really hear from God. Um, 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 maybe, maybe I just made it up. Maybe, maybe God is not listening, uh, or perhaps God is God. God, he, he, he doesn't care. If only I had done something different. I mean, this is all in our minds. If only I had done this or that. Second guess ourselves. And then, here's, here's, here's the human plan. Here's the demonic plan. Man, I, I need everybody. Is, is the TV downstairs? Is it on? Turn it up loud, please. I need everybody to hear this word today. And then we say, let's go back to Egypt. Let's go back to the old way of life. Oh, when we go through the delays in our lives, we tend to idolize the past. We talk about the good old days, which really weren't that good. The only thing good about them is they're over. The grass, listen to me, the grass isn't greener on this or that side of the fence. It's greener where you water it. You want a good husband and a good wife? Don't idolize my relationship. Water your own relationship. Y'all ain't get, y'all getting this? I wish I was on that side of the fence. If you go over there, you're going to mess it up too, and it's, it turned brown. Decay. Because you've not fixed the real issue. Self. I'm just speaking God's word. The good old days always looks better in hindsight than they really were. We get into, we get into a project, start having a delay, and then we want to give up. The Israelites, man, look at this. They've been in slavery for a very long time, and they're longing to go back and live in bondage. In our eyes, that's just 
foolish, right? However, however, let's be honest. There are some people living today who would rather live in a state of slavery, poverty, hardship, than face the fear of freedom. They are not willing to to push through and work on the problem until they get it right. So the easy thing to do is give up. They're not willing to pray. Hello, somebody. Pray until something happens. They want it easy for them. They want to go back. Trying to give up in there. Give up. So, going back, they settle, they settle for mediocrity in life. And dear friends, if you're going to overcome these dream peeves, delays, and disappointments, let me encourage you to never settle for less than God's best for your life. Who says amen? If that means, if that means, if that means going through a tunnel of conflict, take the tunnel. Don't try to run back to the light. You got to keep on going. And when you keep on going, follow me, when you keep on going, you'll come out on the other side of that tunnel. You'll see the light. Come on, say amen, somebody. My dear friends, instead of fainting, let's be persistent and pray. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 says these words. Next text. Let us never, talking to us, people, let us never grow tired of doing what's right. You know, some people get tired of of, of, of trying to live a Christ-like life. For if we do not what? Faint. We'll reap a what? At This is the law of the harvest. In life, you will reap whatever you sow. What are you reaping today? What are you sowing? What you plant, you will harvest. If you sow criticism, you'll reap a lot of criticism in your life. If you sow love, you will reap love back in your life. If you sow generosity, you will reap back generosity. Don't be stingy. All right, all right. It's one of the laws of the universe. We'll always, here now, here it is, I love this part. We'll always reap more than we sow. Break it down. If I plant one kernel of corn, do I get one kernel back? No, no, no. no. I get a whole stock with, with thousands on it, pressed down, shaking together, running over. You will always reap more than you sow. You, we sing the song, we're blessed. You better know, how, what are you sowing? But in the law of the harvest, there is 
always a delay between sowing and reaping. There's always a season. You got to know the season you're in. Hello, somebody. You plant in one season and you reap in another. There is, all, there is a delay in between. And during this time, during this time, God wants to see if you're going to keep cultivating. He wants to see if you're going to keep planting. He wants to see if you're going to keep sowing. He wants to see if you're going to keep praying. He wants to see, man, if you're going to keep showing up and doing your work as a faithful leader, as a faithful member, as a faithful mother, as a faithful father, as a faithful brother, as a faithful. He wants to see if you really <laughs> mean business. If God sees consistency, consistency in your life. Then the harvest comes. Y'all believe that? The harvest will not come immediately because it proves nothing if it does, if he does it immediately. I say it again, the harvest will not come immediately because it proves nothing if he does it immediately. Divine delays are good for us because through the power of the Holy Spirit, God is developing our character. Oh, my dear friends, God is strengthening our faith. Man, man, God will bring you through some valleys. He will bring you through some mountains. He will take you through some storms, not to hurt you, not to break you, but to make you. Don't hate the season that you're in. Jesus said in Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Here it is. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. I'm not sure not why that's there, but that's all right. Go there. Read the word. Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. The gospel of Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Amen. Am I hearing the pages turning? Luke chapter 18. Oh, okay, slide then. Slide, slide. Let's go. Luke 18, we're going to get this word today. Listen, listen to this, one verse. Then he spoke a parable, a short story with a heavenly meaning. That's, that's what it means to them. That man always ought to what? And not lose what? Not faint or never lose heart. Family, when you look at this text, we have two options in life. You ready for it? Two options. Pray and not lose heart. Or faint <laughs> and lose heart. We will always be doing one or the other. The word of God is clear that if we pray continually, we will never be discouraged. You know that song? Take it to the Lord in prayer. If you're praying continually, I don't say you always have to be on your knees, my dear friends. You can pray while you're washing the dishes. You can talk to your Heavenly Father while you're driving. You can talk to God even while they're just chirping in your ear. Da, 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 da. And God is holding your mouth. 
He's zipping it up. He's holding your feet because you want to kick somebody. He's holding your hand because you don't want to slap somebody. Can I preach the word? That's why you got to pray always because the devil will show up in you. And when he shows up in you, you become the devil. I become the devil when I let him use me and influence me to do wrong, to think wrong, and act all of that stuff. So my dear friends, if we don't pray continually, we will lose heart. We will faint. We will get discouraged by the problems we're facing in, in, in life. There's family problems. There are job problems. There are health problems. There are financial problems. School problems. Community problems. Government problems. Church problems. All around us. And the devil, man, he, he, this is his favorite food that he loves to give us. Discouragement. Come eat it. Mm, eat it. Drink it all day. Because he knows the more you are discouraged, you're weak. My dear friends, you, when you're faced with disappointments and delays, you've got to keep on praying. So, preacher, what do I do? Well, what do I, you know, what do I pray during the delay phases of life? Simple. Simple. Pray. Help me, God, to hold on. Help me, God, to hold on and not give up. For the Bible says the day that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. In other words, they won't give up. When faced with adversity, when faced with discrimination, when faced with suffering, they won't give up when they fail an exam. They won't give up when the answer is no. They won't give up when the doctor's report is negative. They won't give up when people bruise them with their words and their actions. They won't give up when the bills are overdue. They won't give up when it seems like nothing is going right. They won't give up when the, when the roads get rough and the going get tough. They won't give up. They'll keep on keeping on. Is that you today? Talking about prayer. Christian author Ellen White says these words in Steps to Christ. Privilege of prayer. When our prayers seem not to be answered, we are not to cling we are, thank you, to cling to, for the time of answering will, and we shall receive, we need most. There it is. But to claim that prayer will always be answered in the very way and for the particular thing that we desire. This is what mess people up. Is what? She goes on to say, God is too what? To what? And too good to it. 
from them that walk uprightly. Then do not fear to what? Even though you do not the immediate what? To your what? Rely upon his what? Acts and it shall be what? Oh my dear friends. What a word. We got to remember. Oh my dear friends that God's delays are not God's denials. And when you're going through the delays in your life, number four, don't what? This is the last part. Don't forget. Psalm chapter 103, write the text down. Psalm chapter 103, verse 1 through 5. Here it is. David says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is. Bless his holy. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And what? Forget not all his what? Oh, let's talk about the benefits. Who forgiveth all thine what? Who healed all thy diseases? Who redeemed thy what? Life from destruction. Who crowned thee with what? Loving kindness and tender mercies. Who what? Satisfied thy mouth with what? Good things. So that thy youth is renewed. To bless means to, to bless means to comprehensively appreciate God, His character, His work, valuing all He provides, being thankful for all relationships, prosperity, benefits coming from Him, and praising Him for giving a future, hope, protection, and guidance. Listen to me, those who truly praise the Lord, those who bless. The name of the Lord, listen to me, they do not forget. Nevertheless, when some are faced with delays, it causes them to forget many things. And this is humanity's basic problem. When there's a delay, many of us tend to forget our God-sized dream. We tend to forget what God has done for us. We tend to forget God's goodness to us in the past. We tend to forget that God is with us every step of the way. We tend to forget his power and the strength that he gives us. And the more we forget, we start focusing on our problems and on what God has done for us. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. In the Hebrew language, it's in the imperative. That means it's a command. Don't bless him only when things are going right. Don't just bless him when, 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 when you feel good. Look at the text. We're almost done. Look at the text. Psalm 106 now, verse 7 through 13. Look at the attitudes of these free people. Look at how they treat God. It says, Our fathers understood not thy wonders where? They remembered not the multitude of thy what? Mercies. But provoked him where? Even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, look at the mercies of God. Nevertheless, say nevertheless. He saved him for his name's sake. 
that he might make his mighty power to be what? He rebuilt the Red Sea also, and it was what? Oh, so he led them through the depths as through the wilderness. And he did what? He saved them from the hand of him that what? Hated them, talking about Pharaoh, and redeemed them from the hand of the And the waters covered their what? Enemies. There was not one of them left. Hello, somebody. Let God handle your haters. Then believe they his what? Uh-huh. They sang his praise. Whew. God is so good. They dancing all over the house. Ooh, I just got paid. Mm-mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But soon? Soon. They forgot his words. When you forget, you become desperate. You're like, man, God, I'm just going to go against your word. You know my heart. You know we have bills. I know they say bring the tithe and the offering. We make all these excuses. But I got to pay the light bill. Gotta pay the tuition. Gotta pay, gotta pay, gotta pay. So we rather rob God. Because we took the time to just let our money just go everywhere. And we decided not to budget. Can I be real? Y'all know, this is a test for a lot of people. If you can have it all today, it will dry up the next day. So don't fail. The first line item in my budget is tithe and offering. I take out money to feed myself and my children. I am honoring the one who gave me the ability to gather wealth. There's no debate about it. I get bills too. I do. But I ain't robbing God. Because I rob myself of blessings. It's not just financial blessings. His blessings come in thousands of ways. Maybe I had to say that to somebody today. When you read this text, this was the fourth mistake that the Israelites made in the wilderness. This text tells us they forgot many times how God showed them his love. And they rebel at the Red Sea. And you see how many times God had to save them. Saved them and they quickly forgot again. They would not wait on God to act. They are always forgetting. But we should not be too quick to judge them. Because we do the exact same thing. 
When delays occur occurs in our lives, we stop counting our blessings. We stop naming them one by one, and we start acting like God has not done anything for us. Has God done something for somebody in this house in the past? God is too faithful. He's too good to fail you and me. Can anyone testify to the fact that God will always keep his word? You can count on God to do it tomorrow or the next day. But when you act, when you act, when I act, God is not going to bail me out of this one. I am forgetting all the other times he's bailed me out. Some of, the t- some of the times, man, we didn't even know because we were too focused on our issues. But when you really look back at it, you'll, you'll notice, man, God blocked it. You'll notice that God provided You'll, you'll, when you look back, you'll notice that, man, it was God who sustained you. You, 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 will, you will notice, man, that, that it, it, was, it was God who canceled, who canceled the assignment of the enemy. You'll notice that it was God, man, who canceled, who canceled the eviction notice. You kept your car from being repossessed. When you look back, you'll notice that it was he who canceled the divorce papers. When you look back, it was he who canceled the terminal disease in your body. You can stop playing for me. What have you been forgetting about God? The consequences, hear me now, the consequences of forgetting, the Bible says, listen to me, they would not wait. Instead of forgetting, we need to remember God's promises. There are over 7,000 of them in the Bible. That's a lot. God's promises are always greater than our problems. David says in Psalm chapter 103, verse 1, he says, man, I have issues. And some problems in my life. I have some problems in my kingdom. Problems with myself. But he was determined in his mind. He says in Psalm chapter 103, I will bless the Lord and not forget the great things he has done for me. Perhaps someone in here is asking, why isn't God fulfilling the promise in my life? Perhaps He's waiting on you. Preacher, what is he waiting on? Perhaps he's waiting on you to learn 
Not to fear. Not to fret. Not to faint. Not to forget. He wants you to learn that before he brings the solution. He has, God, God is so wise. He has some things he wants you to develop first. Some growth patterns he wants you to put into your life. I told you that God is never in a hurry. He can do things immediately. But he's working on a larger agenda. The delays that come in your life do not destroy God's purpose. They fulfill God's purpose in your life. They make you a better man, a better woman. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. If we will just learn to wait. I close with this text, Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 3. These things won't happen right away. Slowly, Steadily, surely, the time approaches when the vision will be what? When the dream will be fulfilled. If it seems what? Do not what? Do not despair, for these things will surely what? Just be what? Be a patient worshiper. They will not be what? The things... Come on, Blake. The things you waited for in life, God will bring to fulfillment if you do not faint. He will bring to fulfillment if you do not fret. God will bring to fulfillment if you do not fear. I say God will bring to fulfillment if you do not forget. If you receive that word today, say amen. Come on, come on. You receive that word today. Shout hallelujah. Hey, 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 Listen, 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 listen. My dear friends, anybody in here, anybody in here, you ready for the miracle? Come on, come on, you ready for the miracle? Is anybody in here, you saying, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready for the healing? Is there anybody in here saying, I'm ready, I'm ready, God, for you to make a way out of no way? Is there anybody in here? Who will say, man, I'm ready, I'm ready, God. I'm ready for you to prepare a table for me in the presence, in the presence of my enemies. God, I'm ready for you to put a door in the wilderness. You're saying, God, I, I see myself. I see myself opening this business. God, I'm seeing myself buying this house. God, I see myself with that transitional home. God, I see myself Get in that position. God, I see myself walking across the stage, shaking the hands of my president. Thank you. Thank you. You've been with me in high school. Thank you. You've been with me in college. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Well, oh my God. You gotta learn, even when you cannot physically see it. You got to believe that He has already done it. So if you believe that He did it, 
you believe that you're going to get what you deserve, stand to your feet. a spiritual command. See, this is where we lose it. This is where we lose it. We read in the Bible and we see the miracles. We see it. We ask it. What about me? I just gave you a spiritual command from God. This is not human talking to you. So when Jesus, when Jesus saw the crippled man, or he saw the withered man. He gave a command. He says, if you believe it, you shall receive it. He says, he says, get up and walk. You begin to see muscle bones. You begin to see flesh. You begin to see the nerves running through the body. He heard the command. The brain told the toes. Start wiggling. The brain told the told the leg. Start getting up. Never walked before. Never got up before. Didn't know how to do it, but God said, get up. Every muscle began to get up. There was a little staggering. But he got up. Walk. He can walk. He can jump. He can praise God. So in the name of Jesus, you want to see God do something? Get out of your comfort zone. God says, stand up. Stand up in the face of opposition. Stand up even when it's hard. Stand up even when it's hurting. Stand up. this man on the screen oh I'm dreaming Lord you said it you put it in me I'm faced with hardship disappointed so I stopped chipping away and I gave up but you say no longer I will never give up on you God you're just one prayer away you're just one prayer away. You're just one application away. You're just one knock away. You're just one assignment away. From the miracle happening. You just keep on keeping on. Our hands are lifted as a sign of praise, as a sign of thanksgiving. We say together, Father, thank you for your word today. Give us strength, give us power, 
and help us to walk by faith and not by sight. When we face with delays, help us to never fear, never fret, to never give up, and to never forget what you have done and what you will be and what you will do. And we say thank you that God's place are never God's denials. We believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Come on, put your hands together one more time. You deserve it. You deserve it. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. And may he give you victory. As you go throughout this day and throughout this week. God, before we close this service, we say thank you for the word. But today we want to just open up this house, your house, for someone to say, man, I heard the word. I heard about this God that has power to save. God that has power to heal and restore the God that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all God to think. I want to be in a relationship with him. I want him to perfect my character. I want him to make me whole. I want his salvation. If that's you today, raise your hand. Let him see your hands. You're saying, I accept you, God. I accept you, God. We say thank you for the salvation that you brought to your house today. Help us, oh God, to walk with you every day. Help us to keep our hands up even when it gets hard. Lead us, oh God, throughout this week. And help us to go for those divine dreams you are birthing us. And answer our God-sized prayers. We say you deserve all the praise, all the glory. Both now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give your brothers a handshake. Say, man, what you bless. Come on, give them a handshake. What you bless. Have a great day. God bless you.